You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Need a name. We're a team. Your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins, Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz, and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> and then there were four. Delhi, was that not the greatest weekend of football ever? Uh, yeah, as far as all four games go and have a collective playoff, you know, like um, weekend. Yeah, I think yes. that's the best weekend as far as uh, all games go. Yeah, that I've ever seen, for sure. For sure. And, and I've heard sports broadcasters um, on numerous networks who are 55, 60 years old say the same thing. So these are guys who have been watching football a lot longer than us. They're saying literally the best 48 hours of football of all time. What, what a treat for us. Uh, welcome back to the NFC East Feast. Uh, George is out. Ludge is sick. Get well soon, kid. Um, but me and Deli are here. We're going to break down the divisional games and do a little uh, championship Sunday preview for y'all. Um, but Deli, I wanted to first get into a few nuggets of the NFC East, since this is the East Feast. Yeah. Um, the New York Giants, if you guys don't know, have hired Joe Shane. It looks like it should be Joe Showen, but I believe it's pronounced Shane. He was the assistant general manager for the Buffalo Bills. So he is the new GM for the Giants. And rumor has it that Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable will be following him from Buffalo to um, New York to uh, take over as the head coach. That's not set in stone yet. Uh, Apparently Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and former Dolphins coach Brian Flores are still um, being discussed. But the rumor I'm hearing is Brian Dable is going to be the head coach. Um, Wink Martindale, who was the Ravens defensive coordinator, would come over and be the D.C. for his staff. And Ken Dorsey, the former University of Miami quarterback, would be the offensive coordinator. So, I mean, Dale, you've seen how much Josh Allen has progressed in the past three years. So, I mean, I'm hearing good things that Brian Dable is a pretty damn good coach. Uh, Yeah, I don't... um... Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, obviously, everything that you said that he had through. I mean, I don't know having Josh Allen. You know, it might be you know obviously a huge benefit, but it doesn't take away from him right. being a great coach. You know, yeah. So, and you look yeah. at like Allen's rookie year; he wasn't very good, man. No, he progressed. So yeah. maybe some of that was just due to um, you know him just studying and hitting you know uh, the off season programs. But maybe a little bit was Brian Dable. So for my Giants fans out there. Uh, it sounds like you're going to get your coach soon. Um, so congratulations on moving forward, you know, with the next chapter of your franchise. And for my Washington football fans, we are one week away from finding out the new oh, name. I forgot about that. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, John Warman, um, friend of the pod, shout out, uh, just actually texts George and I. And he asked George if he's ready to be a Commanders fan. So John is convinced it's going to be Commanders. There is um, apparently... A few weeks back when you typed in WashingtonCommanders.com, it took you to the Washington football team site. So I, th- I don't 
believe that. That may have been even a purposeful leak. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, do you like that name? No, I hate it. <laughs> I think it, I think it's so XFL. I think I think yes, that's it what is. it is. It's very yes, XFL it is. like. You know what I mean? Commanders, bro. Per- like a perfect w- way to put it. I like the Red Wolves, bro. I thought that was pretty dope. You know what I mean? Red Wolves is cool. I think they can yeah. keep the HTTR. Hail to the Red Wolves. Um, and I, I just, I, I'm not a fan of any of the, the admirals, the commanders. I think no. warriors would be cool. That's kind of simple. Um, but regardless, I don't know if you guys agree. If you don't, I'm sorry. But I, I know for this podcast, um, I'll speak for us. It should still be the Washington Redskins. Oh, it should be that. But dude, it's like, like you guys talk about before, the football team has grown on me. I like it. I do. It's so much better like than it, that. Man. It's better than the Commanders. Like, you know, like, yeah. what were you? Oh, we and, and like, even, Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> even my girl gets a kick out of it because, like, she likes to, like, just joke around when we're out at the bar watching the games and like she'll be like let's go football team because like yeah. it sounds you sound like some some person who doesn't know it oh go yeah. team go but like it's actually their name like there's yeah just the comedy in it the fact that i think it's not just you and i daily i think it's grown on not just the washington fan base but throughout the league it's kind of funny just to call it the football team i'm, I'm upset they're moving on but regardless of what it is i hope that my washington fans out there especially george and john warman are happy with the name, whatever it is, and I hope the new the new uniforms are dope. I just um, it's exciting um, because it's a new chapter. So I hope that you guys like it. Um, but regardless, um, the mock drafts are out. A lot of um, I believe Mel Kiper, maybe Daniel Jeremiah, they got the football team taking a quarterback, whether it be Malik Willis from Liberty or Matt Corral from. Ole Miss, so I think we're going to see um, a new regime. Obviously, Ron Rivera and the coaching staff will still be there, but I think we might see a new quarterback, and we'll definitely see a new name. So, um, you know, to, to the Giants and the football team, obviously you guys didn't make the playoffs, but you got some things to look forward to. And to my Cowboys and Eagles fans, obviously we've started, you know, scouting for the draft as well. Um, both teams what, got a lot of free agents. What do you think about all these rumors about who's going to be the Dallas coach next year? Now, now, now they got Sean Payton on that, that list now, bro. Yes, that one, Delhi. Like, on, literally, that's I, not gonna happen. I just—it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I just got slightly chubbed up thinking about it, though. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, Sean Payton was on Bill Parcells' staff in the uh, in Dallas for a long time, so he has cowboy roots. But do you think? Do you think Sean Payton would be able just to let Jerry make the calls? You know what I mean? No, exactly. No. That's why and, I wanted that one to work out. You know what I mean? And I think if this were to happen. It would not be this year. Um, it sounds like from all the clues I'm getting, um, Colin Coward reported that Sean Payton is 100% going in to television for this year. He wants to step away from the game. Um, I could, I think, I think Mark, unfortunately, Mike McCarthy is going to be the coach of the Cowboys for yeah. next year. I give him one more year. Maybe we'll make it one round farther. I do not see him elevating this team to a Super Bowl, probably not even a conference championship. But I say if we don't go to at least the NFC Championship next year, McCarthy would be let go. Who knows? He still may be let go. Um, but if we let him go, then then who is it, man? Like, I I don't I don't know. I, I want to see him gone. My dream is to have Sean Payton in there. Um, but there's some decent coaches floating around out there. But we'll yeah. see. Um, Jerry sounds undecided. So I, I hope McCarthy's gone. And um, I, I have a feeling that the Super Bowl will probably pass and then – after that, you know, we're getting ready for the combine and shit. So it will not be very long into February before the Cowboys make a, a definitive decision on the head coaching position. Yeah, I think I think they'll stay with McCarthy. I heard them. I heard even rumors of them um, wanting to bring Dion on the on, on the coaching staff. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I know Shaq. Shaq said that. Shaq said, yeah. if y'all really want to ball in Dallas, you got to go get prime time. <laughs> um, like he, he's done. He's done. He's done great. You do that so good. Thank you. Those are decent, I have a decent yeah, shot. Yeah. Uh, um, he's done great down. I believe he coaches Jackson State. Yeah. And he, he actually he's got, got another one prospect coming, I think. I know. Dude, he took the word right out of my mouth. He's got yeah. kids who should be going to Bama and Georgia and LSU, and he's got he's got them freaking uh you know signing with with Jackson State. So I think I think Dion will stay there and build that program yeah. for a few years. But if he continues to be successful, I do not think it's going to be very long before Deion Sanders is on the sidelines for an NFL team. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to make this a um, podcast, but good for him. Hey, yeah, we, yeah. Dion's Dion. We all, everyone loves yeah. prime time. <laughs> yeah. um, and to finish up the, the East, uh, the Eagles. Obviously, that uh, it sounds like from everything Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman, Jalen Hurts. They're going to move forward with him as not necessarily the franchise quarterback, but they're not, they're not going to be looking to draft a quarterback. He will be the starter. Dude, what's Gardner going to do? Do you think Gardner could go somewhere and play? Gardner, you think, I could think maybe start on some of these teams? I think he's stuck because of his rookie contract with Jacksonville. Okay. The Eagles own yeah. his rights for at least okay. the next year. Yeah. But don't be surprised if one of these quarterback needy teams, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers, you never know. Like uh, yeah. That doesn't fall in love with any of these quarterbacks in the draft. They Gardner Minshew is a proven commodity in this league. He's not yeah. going to lead you to the promised land, but you know what? He might be able to lead you to 9 and 8 in in a playoff spot. Yeah. You know, with Steelers defense, I mean, I wouldn't even. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting a try. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. But we'll see. There's there's a yeah. there's a quarterback we'll talk about in a little bit who just got eliminated that Pittsburgh might be interested in. But, but uh, I want. But I just want to let everyone know as a Steeler fan. I know we're going to the name. I would like for them to give Haskins a shot. That's just my opinion as a Steeler. Hey, fan. and you know, like Dwayne Haskins, Haskins is uh, always going to be a member of the NFC East feast because our yeah. first podcast we yep. ever did. We talked about Dwayne and the do-it-yourself strip club, so yep, he'll yep. always be an alma mater. And I, I'm with you, Deli. Yeah. If y'all don't fall in love with someone and you don't make a move, I would. Like Mason Rudolph, I've seen a helmet no, smashed off no, the guy's head. I'm good. I'm good. Give, on give him. Dwayne a shot. He's got yeah. arm talent. He just needs discipline, and I think that Mike Tomlin might be the guy to bring it out of him. Yep. So but we'll, we'll see. see what happens. Let's talk about some teams that are still alive, and we'll break down these four divisional games, which were fantastic. The first one we're going to talk about is Evan McPherson, the rookie kicker who has ice in his veins from the Cincinnati Bengals, who apparently looked at the long snapper before the ball was even snapped and goes, looks like we're headed to the AFC Championship. That's crazy. Boom! And just drills it. Like, this kid Fierce is he's a, he's a gainer, so it's more like, looking, boys, look like we're going to the AFC Championship. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, you Deli, when the cool thing to do on the internet was to, like, do a roundhouse kick and undo a cap of a Gatorade bottle? Yeah. Like, people were... He actually did that. If you if you guys want to Google this at UF when his uh, last That's year, his good. senior year, they put a Gatorade bottle on top of the goalpost, the crossbar, I should say. He kicked it, undid the cap, and the and the Gatorade bottle stayed. So this kid is deadly accurate, and guess what? So is Joe Burrow. Golly, man. CT, if you listen to this, we are sorry, bud. You're joining the rest of us watching the, the conference championships this Sunday. I thought the Titans had it in the bag. Jay Luds, feel better, kid. And shout out to you for being the only one. He's been on the Bengals all year, bro. You, you guys year. probably all know year. this. He picked three or four upset parlays with them. I think every one of them hit except maybe one. But uh, 
Ludge has had nothing but confidence in Joe Burrow and this young core of Bengals, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Um, they're all under 25, man. So I don't know if this Bengals team is going to be a dynasty either, but their defense stepped up. Um, their offensive line needs some work. I think Joe Burrow was sacked nine times in this game. Nine times. But fact, got up every time. Got up every time, man, and, and, and still showed that gunslinger mentality that he has. This team has impressed me the entire year. I thought that just them winning the division was their next step. I called it. I said, no, like they're not ready yet to, to, to make it to a conference championship maybe next year. They certainly proved me wrong. Um, nothing but high praise for me about the Bengals. And, and to the Titans, man, I think uh, Derrick Henry, I think he was healthy, but he just wasn't ready yet to be brought back into the fold. And uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Tannehill, but just a couple costly interceptions from him, man. Well, let me, you know, praise um, the Titans real fast because even though they lost that game, dude, you got to, I mean, Joe Burrow's a stud. You know, he threw for 348 Absolutely. yards, but they held him to no touchdowns. So he didn't, so he, so he didn't okay. throw a touchdown pass. So, you know, and then, um, uh, and he threw one pick. And then I, I, what I really like about the Titans, man, I really like their running back squad. Hillard, Foreman, and Henry, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. They're all, all, all three of those guys can go start somewhere. You know, they're, yeah. they're all, they're all good running backs. Like you said, Tannehill, you know, I don't know if he's the answer or not, but like Tannehill doesn't, that team's good enough to win with him. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. need him to play lights out. I just feel like, like you said, man, Henry was back. They were everyone was so big on him coming back, you know, that he was going to take over again, and he just wasn't in the rhythm, you know. And no, you know, I mean, their defense point, only um, only gave up nineteen points. It's not, it's not like their defense played like complete shit or anything. Defense you know? is great, man. They're pa- yeah. obviously their pass rush. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, their defensive tackle, is probably the best interior uh, defensive player other than Aaron Donald right now in the league. He's an absolute monster. Um, Dale, you talked about their depth of running back. Deontay Foreman had uh, like a 50-yard run he ripped off in this game. So they've got some pieces there. I don't think the Titans are in rebuilding mode. I think they'll be right back next year. Um, One of their players um, has a podcast, um, two of them actually. One of of them still plays for the Titans. It's called Bussin' with the Boys with Will Compton and Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan is their starting left tackle. And I listened to a little bit of that today. And Taylor Lewan's a captain. He's a leader on that team. And he was adamantly cursing Ryan Tannehill is the fucking dude we support him he's he turned this franchise around so if you if you go to Nashville there is no question they are riding out with Tannehill and like I said I I have a feeling we'll see the Titans right back playing uh January football next year yeah I feel like um no matter how many stats we have in front of us or all that what stats don't put in perspective is momentum Bengals mm. momentum is going, oh, yeah. you know, like you can't, you can't put a stat on that, man. You know, like stat like, that they, stat that <laughs> McAfee always says stat that, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, their, their, their momentum is just like, ever since they beat Kansas city and Kansas city, they have been just on fire, bro. And isn't it funny, Dilly? We won't talk about that game yet, but they will get a rematch with yep. the Chiefs here in the AFC Championship. But it's going to be an arrowhead, and it's going to be loud. Yep. Um, let's talk about the Saturday night game, which I thought was by far the biggest upset of the playoffs, man. Um, and 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 part of me, my my Dallas Cowboys. I can't um, wait to talk about this game. Yeah. It, it makes me feel good that the Niners 
continue to advance because then we could be like, oh, we lost to the Niners and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Like Jimmy like, G, like, baby. <laughs> that, that's your guy. Handsome, handsome James Garoppolo Deli. Take it. What you got? Oh, man. All right, dude. Guys, I I told B this on the podcast last night. Uh, I don't know if you guys are listening. I don't know if anyone brought this with stat. Jimmy G has not thrown a, a, a touchdown pass yet. He's thrown two picks. <laughs> not touch. He won two playoff games. I don't know if this has ever happened. If this has happened, text B or text me and let me know. But two playoff games, this dude has won and has not thrown one touchdown pass. But here's the Chris. crazy thing. The players love him. They they love him in San Francisco. I was listening to Aaron Andrews today talk about it on the Pac Magazine show. They are absolutely obsessed with Jimmy G in San Francisco. Really? Aaron yeah. Andrews is on Pat McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. What's she wearing? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the hotel guy at the Marriott. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple binoculars uh, scoping out that sweater meat. But let's stick to football. I apologize for my perversion, guys. Um, but yeah, do the Niners, do Debo Samuel might be outside of the quarterbacks that are left the most important player. The, the way that they use this kid running the football. Um, lining him up in the slot, lining him up outside. Um, he will be playing in the NFC Championship. I don't know if you guys saw. He took a helmet to the knee, and it looks kind of ugly. He limped off the field, but it's it's just a bruise. Um, he he's going to be fine. He, he, he tweeted that um, it, it hurt, but he's going to be all right for the next game. Yes, yeah. as will George yeah. Kittle and their left tackle, Trent Williams. So three of their most important offensive pieces will be healthy. They are banged up. But, man, Sam Fran, nothing nothing but respect for Kyle Shanahan. He's going to an, an NFC championship for the second time in three years with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Love him or hate him. Bro, they left that gap wide open for that for that um, The block punt? Yeah. That, that thing, that thing you could drive a truck through that thing, dude. That gap was huge, bro. I don't know. They're, they 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 were talking about it on um, one of the shows, and they, they said that is just straight blown blowing special teams coverage like there's no like nothing there was no miscommunication they just blew that yeah and that that was the game i mean the whole game it was like 10 to 3 the niners really couldn't muster up any offense shout out to green bay's defense they played fantastic um they need to get some of those guys back in the fold the jair alexander's um uh not Preston Smith. There's Zadarius Smith. Um, they they have some players over there in Green Bay on defense. Um, and, you know, after the game, Rodgers is talking about he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. I hope he wasn't talking about Green Bay because they are not a rebuild. All they have to do is bring back Devontae Adams. You still got Aaron Jones. You've got um, AJ Dillon. Yeah, I heard they might franchise tag Devontae. That's that's not a bad idea, man. Because yeah. obviously, if you franchise someone, you guys know this. You get paid top five money. Clearly, he's a top five, if not top two receiver. Yeah. But is Rogers? I he was too cautious in this game for me, man. If you look at the other quarterbacks, um, Josh Allen lost obviously, but this Josh Allen gunslinging, Patrick Mahomes, absolutely just running things. Joe Burrow. Um, th- these other quarterbacks who are going to be playing, uh, Matt Stafford, look, look what he did with, with with whatever 14, 15 seconds left to beat the Bucks. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Sorry, Luds. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a pass to Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis fumbled, and he never went back to him. It was like a weird... It's like there's no trust there. In yeah, like he's Aaron, just done Aaron. with him. He's just that mad at him. He's like, I'm not, yeah, yeah, all the all the whole game, all he did was either throw it to Aaron Jones out of the backfield or, or obviously Devontae Adams. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who was a USF bull, shout out to your alumni. He was injured. He did not play. I think that was a huge loss for Aaron. He loves to hit Marquez as a deep threat. Alan Lazard was a non-factor. Just, yeah, he didn't do much. Too cautious. Too cautious for Aaron, man. Like, you, you got one of the best arm tails in the league. I understand it was a bit of a snowstorm um, out there at Lambeau Field. 
But at the end of the day, man, you're you're going up against Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. You gotta win that game. And it's like it's like you're going against like your defense is I mean, I get they have Dabo, I mean Dabo Debo and they have yeah. um, Mitchell and they have Kittle. Like, I get like their offense is good, bro, but Jimmy they good Jimmy G, bro, and your defense is good enough where you can take chances as Aaron Rodgers and do some crazy stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like if you throw a pick, all right, you're you're probably gonna come back from it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know why he was being so conservative with everything. Um, I know it's cold out. I know if, but come on, right. dude. I mean, how many times have he played in the cold weather? You know, that can't be an excuse for Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of cold and ice, bro, ice in the veins of Robbie Gold hits a clutch field goal. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, there's the tape has been servicing when the Niners went to Dallas and won. Robbie Gold is warming up for kicks as the Cowboys cheerleaders are doing their routine, like right in the middle of them. He's like clearing them out of the way. So like this dude gives zero fucks. And then during the Packers game, as the Packers are running out of the tunnel, introducing their players, Robbie Gold's in the middle of the player introductions warming up. So it's like he purposely is like an agitator. And I, lo- I love Robbie from his days as a Chicago Bear. I thought it was really yeah. cool after the game. Um, he ran right up to Jimmy G. You're a fucking legend. Like they were pumped up. The Niners got something going, man. I uh, we'll talk about our predictions of the championship game, but but man, it's uh, it just speaks to the coaching staff of Mike Shanahan. Obviously, they lost Robert Sala to the New York Jets, but the defense is still playing well, and the offense just finds ways to be good enough. Like you said, they have a respectable running game with Mitchell. Other than Debo and Kittle, there's not a lot of weapons out there. Like Brandon Ayuk is average at best, but you yeah. know what? They're getting the job done. They, they, they needed week 18 just to get into the playoffs. And Jay Ludd said it. When Jay Ludd looked at me and said that the Niners were going to beat the Cowboys, he, he, he said, who makes it to the Super Bowl? The hottest teams. And right now the hottest team is coming from the Bay Area. So it, shout out to Sam Fram. Like, you know, Ayuk and Jennings are not that good, but they're good enough to where if you got to worry about them. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, you can't, you know, put everybody on um, on Samuel and, you know, For and, sure. you know, and Kittle and don't have to worry about Jennings and uh, what's his name? Brandon so, Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, now, now obviously the football world will turn to um, the Aaron Rodgers drama and see what happens. If I had to guess, man, I think it's going to be much to do about nothing and that Rodgers will, they, like you said, they'll probably franchise Devontae. Unless I think the team like Denver is enticing, they're not going to trade him to any team in the NFC so they, so they have to see him. Maybe the Denver thing comes to fruition, but my guess is Rodgers is right back in Green Bay because they're pretty damn good, man. They've won 13 games three years in a row. I think Rodgers is 0-5 um, against the Niners uh, the past couple of years. They can't beat San Francisco. If, if they can just avoid San Francisco, man, I think that they're a Super Bowl team next year. Yeah, dude, that's just crazy. It's crazy how it's just the team. You know, that's got to place. Uh, that's got to be a factor in playing them because that's just. I mean, even though people say they don't think about it, you got to think about that. Like I've never beaten. Oh, you know yes. what I mean. So it's like it kind of kind of fucks with you as you're playing. You know, so I concur. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the Sunday games. Um, the Sunday early game saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lose to the Los Angeles Rams, and I am what taking my bow. I called it, guys. Listen, you did, dude. You called it. I don't I don't want to be too harsh on the Bucks fans, but I got to call y'all out, and not necessarily Ludge. Ludge is a very knowledgeable fan, as is our boy Carsey um, and Steve Ponce. But I sense a lot of delusion from the Buccaneers this year that as Godwin tore his ACL and Antonio Brown had his manic episode and Tristan Wirfs hurt his knee and didn't play, there was still this. 
this unjustified confidence that like, oh, we've got Tom and like, yeah, we're going to win. And Saturday night it was all about, oh, the Niners won. So now they have to come to Tampa Bay to play us. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. You have a football team coming to Tampa Bay tomorrow. Why don't you worry about them? And yeah, and I think they were exposed, man. I, I, I just I saw I did not think this entire year as the Bucks injury started unfolding one time that they were going to repeat as champions. I thought they were. I thought they would get eliminated. I thought the Rams would eliminate them, and they did. Um, if it wasn't for Cam Akers' fumbling issues, Delhi, this game is a blowout. Yeah, this game was is true, yeah. close. Bro, yeah. Bro, what is with the Rams, bro? The Rams were putting it on them, and I hate when these teams do this, dude. They they stop being aggressive. They just start playing right. just to maintain, and then that's when they yes. get fucked, bro. It's just like, bro, you got Tom Brady over there, man. You can't. You got to keep being aggressive. And then look with that, the medal. And then that last drive of the game, they were aggressive again. And then they had Cooper right. Cup and like two, what's like two plays they had them down there. Like, yep, crazy. How bro. good is Cooper Cup, man? Cooper. I saw. A cool thing about Cooper Cup, he's still with his college sweetheart. Um, Cooper Cup went to Eastern Washington, um, very irrelevant school. Um, during their four years at Eastern Washington together, Cooper and his now wife, they were obviously only dating at that time, she told him to quit his job to focus 100% on football and that she would support them financially. She said, you follow your dream. You keep working hard, and one day you're going to be in charge of this family. And wow, like what, like, what, 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 what a partner, what a woman to do that. And yeah. obviously he, he took that to heart. He was a late-round draft pick of the Rams, and now he has ascended to probably the best wide receiver in football. Top three. And like, there's no excuse, no excuse for the Bucks. man. Ludd said it last week. Oh, we've got all of our guys back. You know, Sean Murphy bunting is back. Our we have a we haven't had this defense since week week one. Well, guess what? This vaunted Buccaneers defense gave up thirty points. You should be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah like Brady did everything he could. Um, you know, Mike Evans, we love Mike Evans on this podcast. Mike Evans to beat Jalen Ramsey one on one. For Tom Brady to see that the defense was rolling to Scotty Miller on that play through an absolute dime, Tom still got it. So don't take me judging the Bucks fans as, as thinking that Brady is washed up. We'll talk about what he's going to do in the future in a minute. But if it wasn't for the I mean, Cooper Cup fumble, it's very rare. Cam, Cam Akers, um, he's got fumbling issues. We'll see if that haunts the Rams going forward. But, man, they could not block Aaron Donald. They, uh, the Rams pass rush with Leonard Floyd, um, Donald, and uh, there's a third one I'm, I'm missing. Von Miller were, were in Tom's grill all day. Leonard Fournette um, was respectable out of the backfield, but not having uh, any depth there with Ronald Jones. Obviously, we talked about A.B. Godwin yeah. not being there. Just too many injuries on the Bucks, and you guys kind of got muttered out at home. You're lucky that the goat kept you in that game. You should have been embarrassed. Yeah. What do you think about Todd Bowles' call there at the end with that blitz? All out blitz. Could, Horrible call. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible call. Disrespectful. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. To Matt Stafford. Like yeah. you think you think because this guy's been in Detroit the past twelve years that he's not used to all out blitzes like yeah like that's what that's what this guy does man he's a gunslinger he's not afraid it wasn't Matthew Stafford who took his foot off the gas it was Sean McVay Stafford was ready willing and able to step up with less than a minute left he did what Tom to Tom Brady what Tom Brady usually does to other teams and especially with Cooper Cup shitting on you all day bro it's like, yeah all on, day bro. all day bro it's like why would you do that dude Akers already fumbled the ball twice I mean. I don't yep. know, like, you know, like, I don't, like, you knew they weren't going to run it. I don't know. And shout out to Odell, too, man. Odell has has revitalized his career. He had a couple Bro. nice catches in this game. <laughs> yeah, he got me like 10 points of fantasy. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he definitely did, did his thing. So, 
But yeah, yeah, I was able to um, win a little bit of money on this game. A few of my coworkers were running their mouths about how the Cowboys were embarrassing, and I go, "Oh well, I, I think the Bucks aren't going to make it much farther than the Cowboys." They said, "Oh, you want to bet LA?" And I bet LA. LA. <laughs> so um, appreciate, appreciate the fun. <laughs> but this um, we'll, we'll see, man. Now the world, much like Aaron Rodgers, turns its attentions to Tom Brady, and man, like Gronk already came out and had a quote that. If he had to decide right now, he's leaning towards retirement. So, my God, with all of the free agents on this team, I believe they have a dozen of them, yeah. and like 10 of them are starters. If Tom Brady decides to retire, I hope he doesn't, Bucks fans. No. I'm rooting for you. I hope he comes back. I want one another more year, year to I want, go. You know, give him one more year, dude. Yeah, especially, you know, Tom's competitive drive. You know that it burns him to lose like that. So, I think he'll be back. But, guys, if he does not come back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're looking at a four to five win team next year, you're going to return to the irrelevant franchise that you've been for your entire miserable existence <laughs> other than that decent run you had in the early 2000s. Yo, what's Godwin's contract? Godwin's a free agent. Unrestricted free agent. Bye. Yeah, and I'm saying, dude. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, Somebody's going to throw a bag at Chris Godwin. Like, yeah. Dude, this could get ugly real quick for the Bucks, man. Their whole defensive line, no. other than Vita Vea as a free agent, like Shaq Barrett, Levante David, like everybody came back this year thinking, much like it's all of Tampa Bay, this is going to be this miracle run that we did it last year. Guys, last year the stars aligned. The fact that they had no injuries, the fact that they. That NFC Championship in Green Bay where Brady threw three picks and Scotty Miller ended up getting a clutch touchdown at the end of the first half and then Matt LaFleur decides not to go for a oh, touchdown man. and they kick a field goal. Like the Bucks were kind of lucky to get there and then the the Chiefs lose their entire offensive line so Mahomes is running for his life. A lot of things had to happen for the Bucks to get that Super Bowl, just like every team that wins a Super Bowl. A lot has to line up in your favor. And I think it was a little disrespectful to the football gods that Tampa Bay thought it was going to be that easy. And I think that karma was served. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Don't let one of these teams like Joe Burrow go and get Godwin, dude. Woo, buddy. I'm so, oh, my God. Did you imagine? God. <laughs> All right, let's talk about him, what. Boyd Higgins, yeah. Go ahead. Ridiculous. What might have been the yeah. greatest NFL game I've ever seen <laughs> with the two best quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion. My goodness, it's so embarrassing as a Cowboys fan that we had 14 seconds and we couldn't even run one play. The clock ran out on us. And the Buffalo Bills gave Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds. And boom. Uh, dude, they had a really great mic'd up piece where Travis Kelsey was mic'd up. Kelsey like orchestrated that entire last drive. He tells Tyree Kill, hey, 10, hey, 10, 10, I'm going to give you a, a, a pick route, a rub route. If they leave you one-on-one, -on -one, come underneath me. Boom. First play, he hits Tyreek Hill. Kelsey with the block. Tyreek runs up to the line, um, spiked the ball. They got one more play. He looks at Mahomes. He goes, hey, Pat, if the seam's open, hit me. Seam was open. Kelsey runs a perfect route, as he always does. Hits him. Line up. Spike. Harrison Butker, 48-yard field goal. Game goes to overtime. I don't want to talk about the overtime rules. They are what they are. I've heard way yeah, too arguments. Yeah, this Bills it, fans, it, it, bro, crying. We lost to a coin toss. Shut up, dude. It is what it is, man. If, if you, it, it sucks. It's it's the way it's the way it is. Thirteen seconds. Thirteen seconds. Right. That's all stop you gotta do is just stop them for thirteen seconds. And my guy Tony Romo called it out. The fact that they kicked it into the end zone was their biggest mistake because it gave them two plays. If you squib kick it. Guess what? That takes five to six seconds off the clock. All of a sudden, they have one play. Then you can play prevent shell defense 
Let them have some underneath bullshit. You make Harrison Butker kick a 65-yard field goal, which he's going to miss because he had already missed a field goal and an extra point that day. But Buffalo, you have a great defense. you got to put it on them. you got to make that stop. But, man, the future is bright, Buffalo. Even if you lose Brian Dayball, um, Sean McDermott has shown he's a great coach. Josh McDonald's, um, uh, Sean McDermott, excuse me, is a fantastic um, uh, coach. Uh, Josh Allen is one of the best in the league. You got Stephon Diggs. Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns in this game. Came out of nowhere. My boy Gabriel. That's a, you know, that's a record, dude. Even, even Jerry Rice never did that. That's a record. Wild, right? In the history of the NFL. Playoff Hell, record. No one's, no one's ever scored four touchdowns in one game. You still got Cole Beasley. I love your tight end, Dawson Knox. So don't hold your head high. I feel like this is the new Jim Kelly team of Buffalo, where unfortunately every year they had to see an NFC East team with with the Redskins, the Giants, and the Cowboys a couple times. The Chiefs are your new NFC East. You have to get through them. If yeah. you can get through Patrick Mahomes, if somehow you can get that game in Buffalo, I think it might be okay. But you got to get through Mahomes. I don't think they're far away. If these teams match up again next year, I'm taking Buffalo because I think they got a chip on their shoulder. But man, the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, obviously, Tyreek Hill is one of the most elite weapons. Th- that run where he took off and threw up the peace sign. Uh, again, it, yeah. it, it's like everybody else is moving in slow motion. He is so fast. Um, Travis Kelsey, one of the greatest tight ends already in the history of the NFL. And then they got these, like, Others that Hardman, like, Hardman, uh, Hardman, McCole Hardman. Yeah, God, you get him in space. He just is a as fast as Tyreek Hill, probably. Yep. Um, Byron Pringle. Yeah. Um, they've got a couple guys out of the backfield who catch the ball. Jarek McKinnon and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So it's like it's not just Hill and Kelsey. They've got other guys, and Mahomes is playing. I believe Patrick Mahomes right now is playing the quarterback position better than it has been played by anyone, with all due respect, in the history of the National Football League. He's an absolute phenom. Dude, first, there's a couple things I want to get into. First of all, 13 seconds left and have a game scoring drive, Phil Ward touchdown. That's got to be that 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 that's, that's got to be a record. I don't know right. anything did faster than that. Second of all, Gabriel Davis, guys. A lot of people haven't heard of Gabriel Davis is because this is only his second year. The, the dude's mm-hmm. only he's only his second year, so that dude's gonna be good. You know, I'm not he's saying defending. based on one game. He's he still had like nine touchdowns. I think this season. Yeah, so no, he's a player. Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that last thing is that dude. Buffalo, man, blew that cover too, bro. They blew that so bad, bro. They're talking. They have about, great safeties, man. Yeah, I know, man. That that just sucks. That that's when you blow the coverage. You know, I you think they missed Tre'Davious White. He was a corner, their best corner. He he yeah. did not play in this game. He's been injured for a lot of the year. Um, they could have used him. And didn't someone else get injured during that game for the Chiefs? I believe I believe they did have an injury. It's it's, yeah. it's slipping my mind who it was, but yeah, yeah. The, the injuries. You know, they're gonna they're gonna come this time of year, guys. Yeah. Um, and you you got to overcome them. Uh, the Bills could not, so um, they're going home in heartbreaking fashion. Uh, I couldn't imagine being a Bills fan. I mean, that's I, the way they lost that game, and the way that the Buccaneers lost that game. It, it reminds me of of being a Cowboys fan. Just just the heart wrenching, gut churning second bro. losses. I felt bad for the Bills until like he went on here. Their fans that they lost by a coin toss. Like stop, stop it. Yeah, no, you didn't lose to a coin toss. Coin toss. To Patrick Mahomes. So yeah. you know. Tighten up, and uh, you know better. Better luck next year, Buffalo. Yep. Let's. So, uh, you ready let's for, get you ready into for these some two cha- games, championship bro. Sunday preview? Let's do it, bro. Go ahead. Well, you you alluded to it, Delhi, that the Chiefs um, went into Cincinnati and suffered an L. Jay Luds called that um, back in the regular season. He picked the Bengals to go in there to get the the, the win. Uh, and they did. That, 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 I feel like that game really woke up America to just how good Cincinnati was. But now the Chiefs get their rematch, and it's in Arrowhead. 
Patrick Mahomes' wife is probably going to be popping champagne bottles and spraying them everywhere. Like, what, She's like, a bit what is ridiculous. She <laughs> like she but is they're, really they're, riding this five hundred um, million dollar train, bro. She's riding. Oh, she like, sure is hard. Yeah, uh, but, but man, I just. I don't see the Bengals winning this game. And it's it, I feel like a hater because every week now I pick against them. I did not. Um, I did pick them to beat the Raiders. I should say that. But I did not think they had a shot to beat Tennessee. I thought Tennessee would win, not dominantly, but easily. I thought they would get up on them and just pound the rock. The Bengals proved me wrong. Maybe they'll prove me wrong again. I just think the way that the Chiefs offense is clicking, as I said, my opinion about Mahomes and the way he's playing quarterback, I don't think the Bengals defense can slow them down. Tyron Matthew did get injured in the game against Buffalo. If he's hurt, that's who it was. Tyron Matthew. That's who I'm thinking. Yes, yes. I do think if Tyron, if the Honey Badger cannot go in this game, Joe Burrow can exploit them in the secondary. And um, the guys like Chardavius Ward and um, their other corner um, who's slipping my mind right now, they they might be picked on a little bit because Jamar Chase and that receiving core, they're, they're lethal. But I just think that Cincinnati is going to be um, playing catch up the whole game. How about you? I think this game is going to be kind of like the Bills game. I don't think it's maybe not as high scoring or as you know coming down to 13 seconds, but right. I mean, just the way that Singletary balled out, Mixon's just as good, not even better. Oh, he's a monster. He, yeah, I think he's going to ball out. I mean, you got Chase is going to do his thing. Boyd's going to do his thing. Higgins is always a threat here and there. Um, you know, I feel like that Patrick Mahomes. I think this game is going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Me you too. Know? And it's going to be another 34-31 game. Um, last second, last second, like the last guy whoever has the last drive is going to win this game. That's how I feel about it, you know. And I like I, it. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to the wire. I, it's hard for me to bet against Patrick Mahomes because he's Patrick Mahomes, right. you know. Uh, you know, I, I would like to see. Even though I hate saying this, I'm a Steelers fan, but I would like to see Joe Burrow. I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. I think he's, I think he's the man, dude. I, and I love his cockiness. He um, he's like border, like, like is it? It's like somewhat confidence. cocky, but at the end of the day, it's just co- yeah, confidence. Confidence, yeah. He's just he's he's just a man, bro. He just because he took a team that just never won in the playoffs, barely. You know what I mean? Right. He's just taking them, man. He's just putting them on his back, and he's taking them. So as much I, as I love Matt Stafford and what he's doing with the Rams, Stafford could not elevate the dumpster fire that was the Detroit Lions. No, Joe Burrow has elevated. A similar dismal franchise in Cincinnati, and only his second year coming off of a torn ACL. Yeah, you know, and I think it's and it's and this is the Bengals head coach second year too, right? They did they come Zach, together? Zach Taylor. Um, it might be his third. Honestly, Jelly, yeah. he's only been there a couple years though. Yeah, but yeah, I, I when he, dude, I, I was calling the guy Scott Frost, who's the Nebraska <laughs> football coach, for like the first six months of the season. Like, <laughs> I I didn't even know who Zach Taylor was, uh, dude. So you know, clearly the guy's a hell of a coach, and he's a young offensive mind. And if you look yeah. at look at you got Zach Taylor, Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. It's offensive minds, guys. I think the days of the dominant defensive coordinator, um, with with all due respect to Bill Belichick, I think all of these teams, like the Giants, who are looking for a coach, need to go after the offensive mind. Yeah. Um, I think, guys, anyone who plays FanDuel or anything, I think Kelsey's going to have a huge game this game. Um, yes. I think he's going to have a monster game. Even though he had a pretty good game last game, but I think he's going to be I think he's gonna be top dog this game. Uh, I'm going 34-31 Chiefs. <laughs> 34-31. Well, the line on this is Chiefs minus seven. Dealt wow, with Chiefs are minus seven? Yeah. I That's think if you're a betting crazy. man, I am on what? the Bengals plus seven all day. Day long. I, I'm with you. I think the Chiefs get this one done. I'll go a little lower scoring. I'll go Chiefs 
30 to 26, but I think this is a competitive game throughout. Um, and I think that seven points is a, as, as Jay Luds would say, disrespect kid, yeah. disrespectful spread. So me and Delhi are both pushing the seven, but we got the Chiefs advancing to their third straight Super Bowl. And for what, uh, for what it's worth, Kansas City Chiefs are the first team in NFL history to host four straight AFC championships. What, what a run. That's crazy. Yeah. I, that's, oh, damn. I know. I know. It, um, um, what's he going to say? I know they didn't host, but this is the second time Andy Reid's gone to four straight. He did it with Philly. Yep. He did it with Philly, yeah. too. Yeah. Kind of yep. crazy, man. So, yeah. Andy Reid, you never 20 know, years dude, the ago. This, it's crazy. Bro. The way this league is going, like, Andy Reid, ha- if he wins two or three more Super Bowls and he ends up with, like, five and Belichick is stuck on six, will we not remember Andy Reid more fondly than we do Bill Belichick? Like, yeah. he could catch he could catch up, man. You never know. Like, yeah. he's got the team to go do a dynasty, so. Yeah, as long as we'll his see. health stays good, he'll he'll be out on the right. field, man. Yeah, yeah, Andy, stop talking about eating chocolate cake and cheeseburgers, for <laughs> no, God's sake. like, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> you just had to, like, like you, just went, you just went to the hospital not too long ago. Right. Heart so, yeah, good call. Uh, yeah. Bill Belichick will probably outlive Andy Reid. He may hold on to that crown. But but shout out to Coach Reid um, and Coach Taylor. This this will be a great game. You guys enjoy. This will be Sunday afternoon on CBS. I'm sure my boy Roma will be on the call. Yeah. But let's yep. finish it up with the NFC Championship, which has a division rivalry. This will be the third time these teams play. Um, the 49ers are going to L.A., the Rams are three and a half point favorites. Delhi, what do you think on this one? Three and a half point favorites, dude. That's three and a half wow, for Los I Angeles. Be more in there. How the Me hell too. is Bengals plus seven, and then the Rams? I know that, that and the forty nine plus three. That's crazy. So I, th- I think uh, not to keep beating a dead horse, but I think that since he plus seven is is good money this week. Yeah, that's insane. I really do. Um, uh, I, dude, as much as I want San Francisco to win this game, I'll be rooting for Jimmy G. I'll be rooting for San Francisco. I'll be rooting for Jimmy G to win without throwing a touchdown pass. I think to be getting yes. the Super Bowl without zero touchdown passes would be an incredible feat. Um, but I don't think they can stop Stafford and, and the boys, bro. I think that, right. you know, Cooper Cup's going to do something like he always Monster. does. Yeah, Odell's going to get his dump yards, bro, his 17-yard. He does like those, those little slants over the middle he always gets, bro. Shout out to our boy uh, Tyler Higby, Eastlake High School, too. Yeah, Higby even had a pretty good game, bro. You know, H- H- Higby's mean, effective. Yeah. You know, they have, you know, hopefully Akers doesn't shit them. Yo, why then? So what I don't understand is, Michelle has been doing really. I yes. mean, I know he's. I know he's at Acres, but like, why all of a sudden is he just like not getting at least half the carries or like you know at least you know forty percent? Oh, I agree, took, Billy. Like, took, they totally took him out, bro. Like, why? I, I I don't get, dude. You are preaching to the choir, man. I thought after that first fumble they might put him in. After the second fumble, definitely. But it seems like Acres is they're going as like him as the the bell cow back. I would go RBBC, man. Give Sony Michelle yeah. some carries. This is a guy who's been to the Super Bowl. He rushed for 100 yards in the Super Bowl as a member of the Patriots when they yeah. beat the Rams. He's got experience. I just don't understand like why they like this dude carried this and didn't carry the team. But you know what I mean? He was like you know he he he, he played good for the Rams while Acres was hurt, and all of a sudden right? gets back and they just like you know I know he 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 played more last game than they did this game. I don't know if he's he hurt. Did. You know I don't I don't know I don't know. I but think hopefully, he's healthy, man. Hopefully they get them both in, in, intermix in there, bro. You know, get it going. Um, but I feel like that defense, that that Rams defense is just, it's just in your. They're on fire, bro. You know, like you said, Von Miller, Aaron, Aaron Donald's a beast, bro. So I think that they're the gonna win. I think they're gonna win this game. I'm gonna be like, I think it's gonna be 26-21 uh, Rams. But I will be rooting for the 49ers, and if 49ers win, I will not be surprised. 
Delhi's rooting for the Niners. He loves Jimmy G and that handsome smile. Um, when I look at this game, man, what it makes me think of is obviously the Cardinals made the playoffs too. They got bounced uh, pretty quickly um, by the Rams. But when you've got three teams making the playoffs from your division and the team that missed is Russell Wilson, I feel like the NFC West is almost like, in a weird way, the NFL version of the SEC. And it's like... All throughout the year, you've got teams like Bama and Georgia and LSU and Texas A&M. Iron sharpens iron. And these teams are playing such a brutal conference schedule that by the time we get to the Final Four, it's not even a big stage for them. That's why we're seeing SEC teams in the championship. And now the NFC West, when you go through a gauntlet of your, if your easy game in the division is going to Seattle to play Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, like that's crazy. Like you, you are sharpening yourself every week because you're playing Kyler Murray. You're playing the Kyle Shanahan offense. You're playing Sean McVay. So I think this division is just showing that, and on the complete opposite is the Dallas Cowboys because you're playing straight garbage no offense NFC East fans but when you're going up against Washington and the Giants and the they're Eagles like the Ohio and, State <laughs> I'm just kidding. yes yeah they're the Big Ten <laughs> yeah. like we're playing we're playing Purdue in Northwestern so by the time we make it to the big stage no we cannot beat teams with winning records but the NFC West is showing that th- this is the strongest t- division in football um and I- I'm happy to have these two young coaches on display a stat we have to say, Deli, because I'm going to give it, I, I will spoil it. I'm picking the Rams as well. But Kyle Shanahan, I believe, has won five or six in a row over Sean McVay. He's kind of his daddy. Like, <laughs> the Niners have two and the Rams two, number. They beat him twice this year. Then they And they beat him with Odell, I think. I think I think one of those wins was yes, against they did. Odell. Yeah. Well, no, it, dude, Deli, it was week 18. Oh, the yeah. Rams duh, were, duh. The Rams were up 17 to nothing. Yeah, they and the came 49ers, back. They had to win that game just to get into the playoffs. Yeah. To speak to Ludge's point, and Jimmy they come all. He threw touchdowns in that game. George <laughs> yeah. Kittle had a monster game, yeah. and uh, they came all the way back to beat the Rams at the last minute, which really fucked me over because that that we were about to play uh, like the Cardinals, and I think we could have beat them. But yeah. of course, Jimmy G comes to town. And the rest is history. Um, but I, I think Sean McVay clearly, although Shanahan has his number, this isn't too big of a stage for him. The no. guy got hired as an NFL head coach at age 30, which is ridiculous. He's already been to a Super Bowl. I think he goes to Super Bowl number two. I am rooting for the Rams in this game, not because they, only they won me money, but because I love the story of Matthew Stafford, his wife Kelly having brain cancer, um, the way that they rallied together as a young couple in their tw- late 20s, early 30s. They have a beautiful family. Stafford was just, just in the, that dumpster fire of a franchise up in Detroit for so long. And everybody always said, oh, if Stafford ever gets a good team, you know, like he's going to be dangerous. And I think that when he went to the Rams, people were a little skeptical, like, oh, you know, prove it, prove it first. Yeah. And boy, has he. Um, and I don't think there's like a lot. I mean, people might disagree with me, but I don't think there's crazy amount of pressure for Stafford to win this year because they can always come out and say, you know, this is the first time we played together. We're, we're like, we're learning right. each other. You know, he's getting to know me. I'm getting to know him. We're getting to know each other. You know, we put together. We made it this far in the first year. You know what I mean? So, like, he could, they, they, they could, and Sean McVay's a smooth talker. So he, so he could smooth his way yes. out and, and everyone be, yeah, yeah, Matt, Matthew Stafford, first year, he went to the, you know, he went, he went to the, um, he went to the championship, NFC championship. Right. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so, That's I mean, though, very yeah. true. Yeah. So, I don't the think pressure, a lot of pressure on him. is, pressure is on. 
Jimmy Garoppolo. Although he has a great team around him and a great coaching staff, Jimmy Garoppolo probably in the back of his mind thinks, hey, if I lose this game, it's probably my last game in San Francisco. They're going to move forward with Trey Lance, and I'm going to be, you know— playing for Denver or something next year. So yeah. a lot a lot on his mind. I think he 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 will um be focused though. The guy is a gamer. We know that. And if it comes down to a last second field goal, my god, you know, Robbie Gold is is you know proven he's a monster, so watch out. But I think the Rams just don't turn the ball over like they did against Tampa Bay. Yeah. They play as well as they did Give Sony Michelle some carries. Cooper Cup is not going to fumble again. That that, that was a a, a, a fluke. complete fluke. Yeah. Um, so I've got the Rams to win a tight one. I would say Niners plus three and a half. I'll go Rams 29, San Francisco 27. And I've got, and you've got, we've got a Rams first Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah. Even though, even though that's why I have is that's, that's, that's me betting my heart. My right. heart would like to see San Fran Bengals, but oh, you know. poor dude, that would be great. That would like yeah. old school, um, 1982 versus, yeah. uh, Joe Montana, Super Bowl. Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Maybe it will be San Francisco versus the chiefs, a rematch of the Super Bowl just two years ago. Yeah. You never know, dude. So you never know yeah. if we, if we know one thing about these playoffs, man, they've been crazy. And I expect two crazy competitive games, man. Um, Deli, I appreciate you hopping on. Yeah. We fine, will dude. come back uh, for at least one more show. We'll do a, 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 a Championship Sunday recap, and we'll do a Super Bowl preview. Jay Luds, um, get well soon. We'll have you back next week. George, I'm sure that he's busy packing and uh, getting ready for the Washington football team unveil. So we'll see George in the offseason, and we will see y'all next week. Love you, Deli. Love everyone listening. This is the NFC East. Free!